Hey, thanks for hitting play. If you don't know me, my name is Matt, and you're listening to a podcast that I use as a space to share audio content that hopefully will inspire you to learn more about yourself. And one of the ways in which I do that is by sharing conversations that I have with people in my circle and my community that inspire me. And Catherine, who you're going to hear from today, is certainly one of those people. Catherine's story is kind of crazy, um, and I won't give everything away, but I want to give you a little bit of context when I tell you that six months after graduating from college, she booked Aladdin on Broadway, and she's been there for four years. And I think recapping sort of that whole trajectory and the experience was really um, definitely opening for me, but I also think it was eye-opening for her to sort of hear herself talk about the, the entire process. But the main reason that she sat down to talk with me is because we recorded this on a Sunday and she released an album, her first album, on the Friday before. So I, th- I, I wanted to sort of just hear from her and hear her speak on that whole journey and why she felt compelled to do that and the challenges And I'm really glad that she was willing to sit down and talk with me really openly and vulnerably because there's this weird stigma when it comes to the industry and the way that people talk about it. And and people don't want to, and she says this, but people don't want to come off as ungrateful. Um, But I also think it's really important, and actually I think it's kind of vital, that we talk about the reality of what it means to have that job because it is another job. It's 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 an op, it's an amazing job. It's a cool job, but it is a job, especially one that she's worked for four years. Four years she's been there doing the same show, eight times a week. Um, and I just I was so grateful that that um that she didn't hold back in in being completely honest with me. So I think you're really going to enjoy this, and I think if you're a person who likes music or theater, I think you will also really enjoy her album. It's called Something Real. It's streaming everywhere, and um, after you listen to this, you should go give that a listen. I'm really grateful for you, by the way. Um, Also, you are exactly where you're supposed to be, in case you forgot. And um, I, I hope you're doing well. I want I want you to know that I'm thinking about you and I'm like sending love your way wherever you are. Yeah, you're great. Okay, that's all I have. Enjoy this conversation with Catherine Allison. You got one today? Two today? Two. Today's... Sun- Sunday. You got two today. Yes, one p.m. six thirty. A one and a six thirty. Yes, because you got girl. to get those kitties, those kitty those bitties. kitties, and they're just full of joy you, and ready. So you have five show weekends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, only in the fall winter. Oh, so in two weeks we will switch switch squid squid. This is I what you're going to notice you. about me. I believe me. in you, and especially in the morning at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> Switch over to our spring summer schedule, which will in be- In two a, weeks. In two weeks. So it'll be a one-show Sunday. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> when, so how, spring, I guess, is technically, they, like, they started in mid-March. Mar- March, yeah. First week of March, yeah. When's your birthday? Tomorrow. <laughs> 
and I started rehearsal four years ago today. <laughs> oh my God. This is, let's like have this moment. Let's have this moment. Yeah. You started rehearsal mm-hmm. four years ago today. On my 22nd birthday. What Wild. Was Wild. that? That was. She had no idea what she was getting into, for sure. What did she think she was getting into? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was... When I got the call, I truly was aghast. You didn't think you got it? No. I think I... I know I did well, Mm -hmm. but I surely was like... They're not going to take a chance on someone who just graduated. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. On a new show that, you know, just started running and it's a hit. Like, they want to be able to make sure it's a well-oiled machine that they got people in there that know what they're doing. Yeah. And I surely did not know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, when I got it, I was like... Well, it was, I mean, it was life-changing. It's life-changing. I mean, I moved out of my parents' home. I moved to New York. Your parents are in Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and everything started. Had you, were you coming to New York a lot as a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You saw everything. I saw, well... Like everything as in musicals or like everything is no, just musicals. like the city. Musicals. Oh no, 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 no. So like I came to the city to get my hair done, like across the street from like, <laughs> I'm the, dead from Penn station. I'm dead. Yeah. Like at least Can't once a month. Can't get your hair done in Jersey. Can't get your hair done in Jersey. You must <laughs> get it done in New York. Um, but no, it was like this little like teeny shop that my mom had found that she used to go to okay. after work and she would just take me in on the weekends. Did, did they work in this? Did they work in the city? Mm-hmm. They still do. My dad works like six blocks away from me, which is so wild, wild, wild. Um, did you know as a kid that this is where you wanted to be or no. were you like, I got to get the hell out of Jersey. I got to not be, in, I, I want to be here. That I knew that so I not knew. Jersey, it not was like Jersey, a no to Jersey had no idea what I, well, I did. I really wanted to be a politician. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. From what age? Man. Um, when was the John Kerry election? That was... Um, God, that seems... 2000... Uh, seems forever ago. Yeah. It was that I know, okay, time. Okay, great. That time. I, I, I also got in the mail, like, these political camps... And I said to my parents, I was like, I think I want to, like, go learn how to do this, how to be, like, a senator or a congresswoman. Um, and they were like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they were like, yeah. I mean, they're they like, a, right, they're like, all right, great. <laughs> they're like, great. She wants to be, uh, you know, in politics. That's like, so let's, interesting that yeah. that's what you were like. What was it about it? Um, I guess I, I wanted to change the world, but I... I I, but I didn't know how to do it. And I don't know. There was something so thrilling to me about talking about things that I cared about at that time. Mm. Um, and the attention that I got from that yeah, and the attention 
that I didn't get from it. Because there were some adults that were like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And were so um, off put by what I was saying. Were there things that you did care about at that time? I can't remember. (laughs) I imagine there must have been. There must have been been some kind of cause or something. I need to like talk about this right but like i'm like were there things in school like were you in student government like did you want to like make change in in your own community was that like part of the deal or was it just like this seems interesting and i think it was more i was interested in it yeah um and the way the world worked i think also my parents were so good about being like you could do anything like you can be the president of the united states if you want yeah and that was so cool to me um how did we go from politics camp to a bfa (laughs) how did that happen um like were you doing theater as a kid no i and you weren't seeing theater according to you i mean the theater that i saw was very specific okay like we would go into the like the first show i think i saw was the lion king okay that my aunt brought me to okay and then after early that, early in the run, <laughs> early, very early. I think it was actually in the New Amsterdam Theater, like that. I saw it. Wow! So before it even moved, moved to yeah. the middle school, off. Um, and then after that, I, I saw a lot of black shows, like Aida. I remember specifically seeing that and being like, "Whoa, this is wild! This is a great like." I never had felt a feeling of at the end of that show. They go into the tomb, and I was like devastated as a kid yeah um so they were very specific about showing me shows that had people of color in them which i really appreciated um they were just very thoughtful about that process but i didn't see many Mm -hmm. um but it wasn't until middle school that i started singing in our chorus class that that's kind of where everything changed and it kind of happened for me it didn't really come for me <laughs> tell me more so my chorus teacher miss terry serino hey girl um she t- apparently told me to tell my mom to call her okay which i guess i kept begging my mom being like you have to call miss serino and she's like oh whatever like <laughs> why um and <laughs> and Finally, one day, my mom was like, okay, I'll call her. And she was like, hey, Mrs. Keenan, I think your daughter really has something, and I want to put her in voice lessons over the summer. And she was like, okay. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And so we did voice lessons that summer. I sang. Did your parents know? I think they kind of did, because I would sing a lot around the house. Okay. Which I know I was annoying. And I can't believe that they never once said, shut up. Like, never. you're lit. Not once did I hear that. Like, I would sing incessantly. Wow. Matt. Like, so you loved singing. I did, but I didn't know why. Right, right. I didn't know why I loved singing. I didn't know that I was good at it. I yeah. didn't know anything. So, when you heard that your choir teacher was like, I think she's got something, like, I don't remember that. But I mean, did you, yeah. do you, do you, do you were you like, were you excited, like doing voice lessons over the summer? Like, yeah, was it that, was just, you, was it just like fun? Yeah, it was just fun. I was just like, oh, this is really cool. And this is something I like doing, but I had no idea this would be what I want to do for my career at all. 
I like saying my first song in front of people was I dreamed I I dreamed a dream. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. I was still I mean, I still sing soprano, but she was like a full blown like that you were a soprano. Oh, like coloratura. You know, though, life. but I I actually I do think that there's a lot of value in teaching classical technique. Oh, absolutely. And cuz it the people that I know like that are some of the best pop singers are like the most classically trained. That's so like isn't Jason Derulo a Derulo, like a classically trained singer. I don't know. I believe you. I trust you. Someone that's like true. posted this video of him like singing with this full blown orchestra, and I was like, "See, like JD, JD, <laughs> singing." JD's all these got lo- the vibe. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Honey, he knows. So, were you doing? Did you do shows in high school? Yeah, okay. I started. So that kind of like started on the trailblazing of that, and then the first show that I did was at the end of middle school. I did Susicle, and I As. played the Sour Kangaroo. <laughs> yes, you did. Also, like, kind of gorge. Like, why not, right? Yeah. Um, it was the first time I ever belted, and I'll never forget. Like, my dad told me this, I think, like, when I started going to college. He was like, I'll never forget seeing that show because I was like, like, it clicked for him then. He was like, oh, Whoa. this is, this is it. Like, this is, I think this is what she's going to do. That's crazy. 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 I know. I always, I always like, it's also hard to know because your parents will tell you that you're great. Absolutely. And yeah. even your community can tell you that you're great, mm-hmm. but it's just hard to know on a wider scale if you are, if you have the skill and ability right. to, to really do it, to really do it. And like, and I think the other thing my parents instilled in me is just pure excellence like you're not gonna do anything half-assed and so like for me for them and like my family and for myself like I can't do anything like halfway halfway I just like I can't like if I'm gonna do it like I have to be fantastic at it like or try to be yeah what I guess what does that look like in in the in the rest uh, outside of performing what does that look like for you and how and i guess how do you apply that i think it's i think it's just starting from being like a good friend and a good person i think that's how it starts for me at least <clears throat> which is like when i can't support my friends it like makes me like seethe inside because i'm like all i want to do is like support you and all the people I care about in the best way that I can. So like, how can I serve my community in the best way I can? How can I lift other people's other people up um, in the position that I'm in? Like, that's what I'm always thinking about. And I think that's like how, yeah, if you can like start being excellent in that way, I think like everything else comes. The relationships. Yeah. Really having the foundation of the people that are are Mm -hmm. around you. I think that's really, I think that's profound and I think that's so true and um, I think it's hard. Really hard. Because (laughs) I think especially in a city like this, um, and as you get older, Mm -hmm. you meet more people Mm -hmm. and you have more relationships. Yes. And knowing how to nurture each one Mm -hmm. and what 
it's like think like a plant, like how much water and how much sunlight each of those need, right? Um, in order to grow. And I was I was reading something the other day that was saying, you know, and I, I was talking to Sam about this that mm-hmm. I was like, it's just so interesting that there are some people that I want to see all the time. <laughs> And then there are some people that I can see every six months, mm-hmm. and it's like we never left. Yep. And then there are people that I can see every four years, you know. That yeah. Like, and it and it feels like it feels like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I I've just always been so fascinated with that kind of phenomenon. Yeah. And I guess to the the point I'm trying to make is, in the city, especially as a performer. Yeah. Everybody's got stuff going on. Absolutely. Constantly. Yep. There's always something. There's always something to go see or do. Right. Like every night of the week, I could go to a concert somewhere. Absolutely. To see someone do something. Yep. And so, especially as you get older, it's like, how do you discern right. which things that you want to like, you know, show up to right. and, and be there right. for? Right. Or how, what are other ways that you can like support exactly. that person without having to like be everywhere all the time? Right. Exactly. Not and easy. I, I think that's what the time I'm in right now. Like the last four years have been like, how do I do this? How do I keep the people that inspire me daily close enough to myself, but also support them in a way that's like really going to impact them in the way that they've impacted me. Um, and I'm still figuring it out. Like, I don't know. Oh no, I don't (laughs) know the answer. Like, I don't know, No, I don't. but I think, also those people like no they understand like they understand what my schedule is they understand what i'm trying to do what's well, the life and, that we're all living like we're all living like you know and i they respect like we're both respectful of what we're trying to achieve yes and like they all know like girl like if you're tired i've been there like go home rest do what you got to do like the fact that you're thinking of me in this moment, that's all I need. And I'm, from what I know of you, um, you're the type of person that when you meet someone, you are your, first of all, you're, you're very much your authentic self, which I, which I really appreciate, but it's true, right? Thanks. Like, I just don't feel like you like put on like fake shit. Like, I just don't mm. feel like you bullshit people. No. Um, it's which, like starting to, I mean, like. No, I know. I'm in the same boat. I'm with you there. No, I know. It's starting to like really come down. I feel like. Yeah. Because you're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I know. Yeah. But you know, when you, the, you meet so many people yeah. in the city yeah. that it's like. To, to have to decide, like, who you're going to give the, your time or and, yes, yeah, yes. or yourself to. I'm someone who's so um, – I guess I'm a bit of an empath. Like, I really – I'm with you there. I can really take on people's energy, so I have to be really aware of who I surround myself with. Um, and I get a, I can get a good read on people, like, immediately, which has been very – helpful i'm sure yeah um but yeah i i always i always have trouble because because i'm an empath i always love giving people like five chances and like that's way too many way too many girl (laughs) way too many Like you really should learn the first time like people really show i feel like their colors the first time and that's still a lesson i'm trying to learn and not to be manipulated and not to be 
um, taken advantage of. And you really, from what I've seen, you've really formed an amazing little community in New York. Do you feel that way? I do. I also feel like it's about to expand for some reason. Like, I feel like I, I've like felt this shift. Like, I feel like, I don't know, something is in the air, but I don't really know what it is. (laughs) You just feel like there's like a leveling up that's happening. I don't know if it's a leveling up or is it more of like a expansion? Yeah. Like, I feel like, um, I'm at this point where like, I want to meet more people that are going to support the people that are in the realm that I'm in. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. Like I, there outside, outside outside of of our immediate, yeah. yeah. Of our immediate. I mean, listen, the community can be, the community can be a bubble in that way. You know what I mean? Where you're seeing the same people pretty much consistently and the people that you're going to parties with are the same people. Mm -hmm. And, um, no, I totally agree. I think it's super important to, to expand your horizon in that way. And, um, I feel similarly that like my quote unquote network is, it is, it is at that place where like it's starting to branch out Mm -hmm. further than it has before. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. It's, it's exciting to like diversify yeah. The people that I spend time yeah. with. Yeah. And I always find, I just want to learn. I just love learning. And I love huh. learning about different mediums and how people work within those mediums and like what tools do they use to better themselves and whatever craft they're working on. And I just want to meet more people yeah. to like figure it out. Like, how do you figure it out? Are you a painter? Are you a computer technician? Are you like, yeah, how do you do it? Everybody's figuring it out. That's I the know. other thing too I realized. <laughs> Everybody is fucking figuring it out. Yeah. Like no one really has any idea. Everybody's kind of faking yes. it. And the people who like really think that they figured it out, they really they, have They have not. <laughs> they have not. They have not. And also I think some of the, you know, there's some, there's some as, as stressful as it may seem or mm-hmm. is there is some kind of beauty in the spontaneity of not knowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yes. leaping into the unknown. Yeah. And like, we're going to get there with talking about what's going on with you in your life oh right God. now. Yeah. Before we get there, I want to like continue the recap here. Oh, yeah. So, you just, when did you decide musical theater school? That's what I want to do. I decided that. I guess my freshman year of high school. Okay. So I feel early. like, yeah, that's, I was the same. No, I was you, the same. I that was seems the same. late to me. I, I, I was the same. You know, what's so funny? <laughs> you're, oh my God. That's so, that's so funny that you say that because I totally agree with you yeah. in that it seems late to me as well, because I know people and I'm sure you do too, yeah. that since they were like five, they were yeah. like, this is what I'm going to do. And I was and, like, oh, I wasn't even close. Well, no, you, I mean, I definitely was thinking about it, but right. you weren't even like, it wasn't oh, even on the radar. Not even. Not even on the radar. And what shifted? I mean, as, as a freshman in I high school. I think um, that production of Suzical was a moment. I think I also joined like an after school program moment that I was going to three times a week. Oh, damn. I was doing voice lessons, acting lessons, like all the dance classes. And so I was meeting people. Oh, you went in. Who were, yeah, who were like breathing theater. And that like 
changed my whole world. I had never met anyone um, who loved it so much. I was like in the in the beginnings of loving like this musical theater thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they knew so much more than me. And I was like, mm, this is so exciting. Like I'm, I'm, and people liked the work that I was doing, but I also was like so bad at so many things. Like <laughs> these girls were like tapping their faces oh, yeah, off. And I was like, Oh my God. Well, I was people so were training. People were training since they were like, Oh yeah. Babies. You know what yeah. I mean? They've yeah. been in ballet and tap. And jazz and modern and like forever, and I was like, "Ooh, girl, I got I got some catching up to step do." It up. So um, let me ask you a question, yeah? Because this is something that I experienced. Mm. So when I went to school, um, high school, co- college, college. When I went mm-hmm. to college, and I got there, mm-hmm. and I realized that there had been all there were all these people that had been going to performing arts high schools that had yeah. done this, that had already taken acting classes. Mm-hmm. Like I had never taken an acting class. Really? When I went to college. Wow. I was so intimidated and I was so down on myself because I was like, and actually funny enough, this still happens to me mm. um, in other aspects, in other sort of mediums. Yeah. Similarly where I'm like, well, how can I say that I'm going to do, I'm going to write this or I'm right. going to do this. Right. When someone has been training Someone their is whole le- their lives whole lives to do this, right? Who who are you to come who am in? I? Yeah, it's that imposter syndrome Absolutely. thing. But I'm wondering if you had any of that kind of feeling when you did get to school. Um, I because I was thrown in mm-hmm. in high school, I I felt good about what I was coming in with. I felt good about really one thing. I was like. I'm good at this singing thing. All of these other things, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> but this singing thing, I, I got it. I got that. Yeah, like I got that. We we got that down. I think. Um, but like act. I mean, acting. I was like, oh god. No clue. No clue. No clue. I mean, I had a lovely acting teacher all throughout high school, but like, I just there's something about music to me that gosh like I can hear like an overture of her score and I'm like I already know I already know what this whole musical is going to be about I already know like the story that's about to be told god give me some strings and a horn section and just like oh I just like melt you're there I'm there I'm there there's something I I love we had this class where we had to interpret the the melody lines and like the entire like score of a piece and like um, we had to like draw lines about like the dynamics and I was just like this is my happy place I was like I love music I love this stuff but acting I just that was my struggle all throughout college they just like could not figure out how to get me to the level that I could do that with music because I just knew it's I just it's in what was in your way um, I think I was told a lot that I couldn't or I, and I think I also told myself that I couldn't and I like really believed it. I also, for some reason, told myself that I don't have an imagination. Wait, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where did that come from? I have no idea. But you had this notion. Oh yeah. From the moment I stepped into school that I have no imagination, which is like crazy because that is literally what the first three years 
of school is. It's like you have to use your imagination for everything. Everything. Create this plot for your scene. Create this, like, uh, imaginary story of, like, whatever. And I was like, this is difficult. You were I like, can't no. create this at all. I don't know. Were you the type of person that when you felt like, when you came up against that, were you like, fuck this shit? Or... Terrified. Scared. Scared. Fear. Yeah. I was like, if I can't figure this out, like, I'm never going to make it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Pressure. A lot of that must a have been a lot of pressure. pressure. Yeah. A lot, a lot of pressure. Because I wanted to do well. And also, like, I had no choice. I was like, I have to graduate because, like, I can't do this over. Like, my parents can't afford to <sighs> pay me to do this over again. Yeah. So, like, I got to get it right the first time. Like, there is no going back. And when you left, did you feel like you had your feet on the ground in terms of acting? Or no. 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 <laughs> no. 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 I feel like I fooled everyone. <laughs> Girl, but that's the whole thing, right? You just fake it till you make it. Yes, yes, honey. I remember this. We had this, like, Rockette um, tap teacher when I was in high school. And she said... What did she say? She did say fake it till you make it, but she said, make it so cheesy, you need crackers, honey. And I was like, I'm going to take that everywhere with me. Now you're doing Aladdin, so that Never really, it, that's... Honey, make it so cheesy, you need crackers. That really, I'm going to use that. <laughs> I love that. Make it so cheesy, girl, you need crackers. Um, but yeah, she used, I was like, yeah, I was really faking it till you made it. Only just now I'm starting to feel like I'm really feeling okay mm-hmm. with my acting self. I but the music thing, man, I mean, the music mm. thing, w- was that always there? Like, were you, were you, was it, was music a big part of your life growing up? Yeah. I mean, I just remember always in the car listening to music on the way to school. Everything. Like what? Um, Luther Vandross, John <sighs> Lucian, um, Shaka Khan, um, Gosh, like everything. I didn't really know there was like no musical theater, obviously, but like Yolanda Adams, Heather Headley, who I didn't know was obviously a musical theater until later. Um, But yeah, I mean, a lot of like gorgeous Whitney. Because duh. Duh. I mean, goddess. Truly. (laughs) truly a goddess but music always it just there was something it it tapped into you in some way yeah Yeah. and i think my parents used to host these like big parties like these big like new year's eve parties or like celebrations and they would move all of the couches to like the side and open up this huge dance floor and i'd like come down and see like all my parents friends like dancing to like 70s music and like motown and i was like this is dope. Like, <laughs> I want to... You're like, this is it. This is it. Like, I want to have this life, like, that you can get your friends together and, like, really just have a good time. And I think that's, like, what music is for me. Like, I always want someone to come to my concert and just, like, live their best life and come out feeling better than when they left. When you left school, mm-hmm. was music on the radar for you at all? Was that something you thought that you would want to even like pursue it all? I mean, I think it was like way, way back there. Like I knew subconscious. I subconscious for sure. Like I knew that when I graduated school, I was like, 
I'm going to do a 54 Below concert, and then, like, in five years, I'm going to, like, make an album, and it's going to be great. But, like, I have no <laughs> idea what else was coming for me. Right, yeah, no clue. <laughs> no clue. Um, but even the 54 Below concert, that was on your radar. That was, that was on my radar. Yeah. And I was like, that's something I definitely want to do, and I think I could achieve. Great. I was like, that I can do first year in the city, bada-bang, done. Um, but, yeah, I. but it wasn't in a way that was, like, I'm going to try and hit it from, like, a soul angle. It was, like, a musical theater angle that I was going for. That was the motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do all of this musical theater material that I really love and then present it and, like, have it filmed for people so I can have something out there that people can watch. Um, I'm going to sidestep for a second. Yeah. So, I don't know if, I mean, you definitely know this. <laughs> when I started in the city, yeah, I had a web series. Yes, yes. Called Schooled. Mm-hmm. That was picked up by Broadway World. Yes, And honey. I did four episodes or like five episodes. Yeah. Like not, like not many. And you were one of the people. I know. I know. Isn't that so... That feels like forever ago. It does. I had a different hair then. I, yes, you did. <laughs> but you had like kind of just, had you just, you had just started? I or? just started. I mean, maybe I was like a year into it. Must have been. Yeah. So It was the summer change. of 2014. Oh, sh- mm, no. It had to be 2015. Because I hadn't joined Aladdin by then. When did you join Aladdin? I joined, like, to the f- spring of 2015. The spring of 2015. So it had to have been then. So it, it must had have been, been the spring of 2015. Yeah. So I was only, like, a couple months in. That is wild. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We filmed it in my living room. I remember. Oh, my God. My friend Jonathan was there. Yes! Um, <gasps> oh. I... I And I was thinking about that on the way here today that I was like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. So much has changed. Girl. Like, in a great way. In a great way. Yeah. In a great way. And I'm doing things that I never expected that I'd be doing and could have never have foreseen at that point, but now makes so much sense. Yeah. And I'm sure you would say the same. Absolutely. I feel like, man, it's such a weird thing. Uh like graduating and like moving to the city. It's like such a weird, like it can really eat, like the city can either like eat you alive Mm -hmm. or like, or really inspire you. And like that can shift like from minute to minute. I was was going to say hour to hour, but yeah, minute to minute is a little more accurate. I think truly like you could get, but I still feel that I still feel. Oh yeah. Every single day. Um, and Man, I just feel like we were just at the beginning of so much. So much. Yeah, it's just um I I I'm like very I'm very grateful that that kid decided to have the balls to like yeah. do something because if those things hadn't happened like, you know. I, yeah, who knows like what you know, where you'd be now. But I remember so vividly about you. I was like, wow, this, first of all, I had heard so much about you because like, you know, you went to school with my best friend, Danny. And, um, 
I just remember, man, I was like, he is like really doing this. He is like taking the city by the balls. And he's like, I am making my own story. And I was like, ah, I wish I could be more like that. Oh, girl. I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. I was like. And you were so techy, like tech savvy. And I was like, wow. Oh, you like- my phone on a tripod. <laughs> yeah, so tech savvy. You had lights, though. I brought my one light. I still have it's the same light, girl. Snaps. No, but I, you know, I, I, I. I remember being, and I still feel, very, very grateful because it was very scary to reach out to people and ask to do something like that, Um, especially because I had gone to school for musical theater. Right. And, you know, it's so weird. You come in with this expectation to New York. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm going to be on Broadway in six months. Yeah. And while that is the case for some people, it primarily is not the case. Right. And... For me to have to, um, for me to know that I am just as worthy, yeah, and that I'm not like not I'm not like less than anyone else, right? And to have to reach out to people like you or the other people that I was interviewing, right. whatever, quote unquote, to to put myself on the same level, right? To play yes. on the same playing field and not. And not play fan, right? And mm. not and not that is my whole first two years of Aladdin. It's the entire first two years. Tell me. Because I entered into a space where with three other individuals, like I joined the show with three people. Two of us were the youngest cast members. Everyone had at least two Broadway shows, yep. if not five, six, seven, right. on their resume. And I've just been like, I saw you in that Broadway show. I saw you in that Broadway show. Like, you're on my favorite cast recording. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I did a report about you, like, literally six months ago. Wild. Wild. And that was really hard. Really, really hard to, like, not get in your head about. Because you're like, these are the people that I've admired my whole life. And now you've thrown me into a situation where you're like, I think you are good enough to like meet these people. And I did not feel that at all. Like I felt honored to be there and that they had taken a chance on me. But I was like, these people have worked their whole lives to be here. And like, I felt there's a a feeling of guilt there that like, you know, I, it was a very short time to get to where I was. That's so interesting. That guilt was what came up. Guilt and not so much shame, but just, you know, like it takes a long time for people to get their first Broadway show. Yes, it does. And I was put in, in a very lucky position that I was in the right place at the right time. And I'm grateful for that every day. But I also know that like some of these people that joined this company and got their Broadway debut, it took them six, seven, eight years. Yeah. And like, that's hard work. That's hard work, man. And yeah. perverse, perseverance and like being like, I have this goal and it's going to happen for me. Um, and so, yeah, that, that, yeah. And ooh, that fan, that fan syndrome. Yeah. Right. And, and how do you, and like, and like that balance of like telling yeah. someone that you admire them, but making sure, you know, and I'm sure. Yeah. I, mean, it, I didn't but, talk for like six months. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just listening and observing. Oh, yep. Yep. 
because I was like, I need to soak up as well. First of all, I was like, I don't know if they're going to extend me after six months. So let me like soak up as much as I can from all of these people. Right. Um, learn how to be in rehearsal, learn how to take notes and take direction. And, um, yeah, just soaking, soaking, soaking. Um, you, so let's, let's go deeper. I, so this, you know, booking a show that early Mm -hmm. out of school. Yeah. Did you have expectations? Did you have an idea of what it would be like? Because, because the reason I ask is because I think if you're somebody who doesn't book a show six months out of school. (laughs) Yeah. As time goes on, your expectation and your understanding of how it works changes. Right. Right? And mm-hmm. and you and you start to see different sides of it based on people that you know or don't know. Right. And a, a lot of times people can stay in the dark about what it real what the truth of it, what it really is. Yeah. Which isn't bad. Yeah. It's just like it's a lot of times different than what what the, what the image yes. is. I think the image that you receive about Broadway, if it's like what you've like for me in college, like I'd be like I, I would cry about it. I would cry. I would like think about it all the time, being like, "This is like what I want to do. This is what I want to be. I want to be a Broadway performer." I remember like literally crying myself to sleep, just like thinking about like when are like when is it gonna be my time, and like I'm willing to wait for it, but like one. Like, what is the project going to be like? And it's going to be magical and it's going to be like the best thing that has ever happened to me. And it's going to be just like all smiles and like, yeah, like I've never Broadway. It's just going to be like Broadway. Like, I don't know. And and did you tie your self-worth up in that a little bit or your happiness? Oh, yeah, for sure. And like what you very what you learn quickly is that like this is the hardest shit I've ever had to do it's been like the best years of my life but it's also been the hardest like no one tells you that like your body is gonna hurt no one tells you that like your voice is gonna like tire out no one's gonna tell you like your emotions are gonna run from like 500 to like negative 50 in like two seconds like no one tells you that stuff It's really, it is a mental challenge. It is a health challenge. And I've learned so much. And I am grateful for this experience because, and I do feel like the things that I did let, that I did in the short time led me to enter into this space with a little bit of knowledge and about how to go to rehearsal and do my work. But man, no one tells you about how to survive four years. Well, so this, <laughs> and that, well, this is the next point, point I was going to yeah. make is that you're in actually in a really interesting position right? because not only did you join a show but so it's quickly still out of running. school, right. And you've been there for a long time yeah, doing the same role yeah, or the same roles. Ro- yeah. Roles, roles. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Which is such a wild experience like to come from doing summer stock every summer where you're changing shows like every two weeks yeah to, like, <laughs> come back the next month and you're like 
why I'm still doing the same steps and the same, I'm talking to the same people every day. Um, it's been amazing. I mean, it's been amazing, but it's been really hard because you got to, man, it's like a mental mind game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In, it's, it's kind of, it's weird because it's kind of like the ultimate collaboration because you're working with the same, pretty much the same people every day. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to be receptive to the energies that people are giving you. You're basically living with these people. Yeah. It feels like 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but it's not, it's not, but it feels like that. It feels like that because it's hard to explain that when, you know, you're doing a show that's two and a half hours, but it feels like a full day. It's, I it's, don't know. Well, cause that's your work day. That's I mean, that, your work day. That is your work and day. And like some people, like, you know, the laymen are like, oh, you're only working like three hours. But I'm like, I don't, you don't get it though. Like I, like my shoulders like are, I, if you could feel them, they, like every time I go to a masseuse who's not like attuned to like working with dancers or performers they're like what the hell is going on there and i'm like well i'm carrying around pounds of costumes on my body every day every day and i'm dancing on a steel floor and i'm fireworks are coming at me and (laughs) flames are coming in my face things are happening things are happening um so i guess my question then is so let's think back to you in college Mm -hmm. this girl was crying herself to sleep thinking like if if i don't get this like i'm never gonna be happy yeah i'm never gonna be happy my everything depends on this like i have to prove to myself that i can do it and i have to prove so funny my my friend one time to like get my parents into a restaurant said they're producers. Okay. Like they're producers. You must get them into this restaurant. <laughs> did it work? It did. It worked. There and we I go. was like, they are though. Like they spent all of this money for me to do a career that like to their friends probably think is frivolous, but they believed in me so much. And I was like, I have to do it. Like just to prove to like everyone that like this is a viable thing. So yeah, when you book it, yeah, and you're in it, yeah. and you've been there for let's say one year or four years, whatever. Yeah, what do you have to say to the girl that was crying in her bed, thinking that like unless I book this Broadway show, unless I book a Broadway show, yeah. unless I'm on Broadway, right? I can't be happy. Oh man. You can, you can be happy because if anything that I've learned from the people in this show, like it's the stuff outside that makes you the happiest. It's not the show. Like, of of course the show is like a wonderful gift and present that like, I mean, it was literally the best birthday present I think I've received. Um, (laughs) um, It's up there. It's it's pretty up there. It's pretty up there. Um, But, man, like, you got to be able to surround yourself with people who lift you up and people that you're proud of and people that instill in you some good shit. Like, that's the stuff that's going to make you happy because, like, the show is going to come and go. Like, eventually, like, it's going to close. And then if that's all you are, ooh, 
it's not going to be pretty after. It's not going to be pretty. Interesting, though, that without being in the thing, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to feel like your entire self-worth is in in that thing. Yeah, and it took me a long time to learn that, for sure. Really? Yeah, because... It's a very isolating center when you're really young. I feel like Broadway can be, and I was really trying to fight against that because, of course, I like want to be with my friends and go out and have a good time, but I was too tired. I was exhausted from doing the shows, yeah. and I didn't know how to take care of myself, and I was in this process. And... um And so it was hard to learn that balance. I was like, but this is what I am. So I have to like stick to this. But my other side of my brain was like, no, but you also have to invest in your relationships outside of this because those are the people are going to be with you to the end. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, And so that was, that was a hard fight. Interesting to hear you say, and the, and it's actually so interesting that the first thing you said was that you have to find things outside of the show. Yeah. Were there people around you that you were seeing that as like were people setting that example for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I love, I'll say this to like literally the day I die. What I love about this company is that they never stop ever. Like they always want to learn more. They always want to learn how to better themselves. Um and I was just seeing people working on so many things outside that were not, I mean, maybe they were theater related in the way that they were learning how to become photographers and videographers or, oh my God, uh, I want to make a 3D printer and like build drone parts or like just like random things that I was like, like, how do you have the time? (laughs) Did you even know that that was like part of like, did you even know that that was like part of the thing? Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, and so I, I will be forever f- grateful for that because they really taught me how to cultivate, like once you figure out like how to do the show and like do it healthily, right? how to cultivate a self outside of that and your own identity outside of the show. And you gotta. You have to. You have to because you can't it, – it, it's, it's difficult to survive, I think, without it. Having some kind of – Some sort of outlet because, you know, all your juice is used for that, that, like, the little that you have left over, like, you're like, I want to be able to spend that time creating and uh, trying to find a new way to – I don't know, evolve. Yeah, express yourself. Yeah, because, you know, when you're doing the same thing every day. Same thing. (laughs) Like, it's fierce, but it's also monotonous. So it's like, how can I change up that monotony with myself? Stuff for me. Yeah. Um, What was the first thing that you did when you, like, you're in the show. Yeah. You're like, okay, I need something outside. I need some kind of outside project. I need something. What was the first Thing First that thing that I did do. was the 54 Below show, okay, which was 
great. Okay. It was awesome. It was really cool. And like my whole cast came to see it. And so I hadn't like talked for like six months. And then they like saw this show and they were like, wait, <laughs> you're a person. <laughs> wait, what? Like you have that's things so to funny. say. Yeah, and like, so funny. yeah, it was like a wild experience. So like, ev- I feel like my life in the company kind of like shifted because they were like, Oh, like she <laughs> has like a personality. now. <laughs> Whereas before you were just kind of like the quiet little mouse in the corner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was a really fun thing. Um, and man, but it was like a slow, it was a slow process. I imagine, I imagine yeah. it, especially as what you just said, which was that like, first you need to figure out like how to do the show right? and how to sustain yourself yes. and how to take care of yourself and like what you need and like yes. how much time you need to prep and what yep. you need to eat and what you can't eat, all yes. those things. All of those things. And it wasn't, it was very shortly after that 54 Below show that I was like, I need a therapist again. I was like, I'm not going to survive this without one. Tell me so, more. Tell me more. Yeah, I like started like I, I'm like I'm like the biggest I am like the biggest proponent I of therapy. Love therapy so much. So much. It's the best. I had one like I started going in college. Yeah, like my second semester of sophomore year. I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we need we need if we're gonna survive, we gotta do this. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. And then yeah, as soon as, like, I think it was, like, eight months in, I was, like, okay, we got to, we, it's not that I went into a depression, I just was overwhelmed. Mm. Overwhelmed with, with guilt, and um, I didn't know how to continue on, and... um and like the imposter syndrome a little bit like i like i've somehow fooled like a bunch of people into thinking that like i was right for this and like maybe i'm not and who am i who am i <laughs> like who am i in this thing like because i had like a whole idea i feel like when i left college of like what i wanted and like who I was going to be. And then I was like thrust into this whole new world. And I was like, I don't know how to function in this. I don't know how to, uh, I don't know. It was like, it like totally like chopped my view. I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway when I'm like 35 and like, I'm just going to like work my way up slowly. And this like kind of like came in beautifully, but also like I had to re, uh, arrange my brain to figure it out. Yeah, understand what was going yeah. on. What has therapy brought you? It's brought me some peace. It's brought me some uh gosh, what are the words? It brought me it still brings me a way, a safe place to just let it all out. Like, yeah. let it all hang out. Like, the things that I'm really embarrassed to tell people. And, uh, you know, like, you never want to seem 
ungrateful or oh, or uh, not completely enthralled with everything that you're doing. But like, that's just impossible. Like you can't, uh, no one lives their life that way. Yeah. And that's okay. And that was really hard to come to terms with, with someone who was 23 and thrust into this like beautiful thing. That you always, that you. That I always wanted. Like, you know, and I, I was just really struggling with that and feeling, um, like I, I should be where all my other friends are and like, yeah, like that I had missed out on something, right? (laughs) which I like didn't, but like, yeah, that I, that I, so, that's so interesting. Yeah. And do you, was it, was it a, um, the word that's coming to my head is like self-worth, which I know we've spoken a little Mm -hmm. bit about already, but like, this idea of um, I'm good enough to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've spoken about this before and, I, and I'll share this with you yeah. that like from what I've heard, a lot of uh, – there are times that um, really high achievers. So for an example, like an Olympic athlete. Right. And I've, I've given this example to people before, but Olympic athletes – whole life work towards winning one moment (laughs) one moment yeah and then it happens and what happens immediately following most of the time is they fall into hardcore depression yeah because everything that you have it's your identity right you've put your identity into Mm -hmm. this thing and all of a sudden it happened and you're like now what (laughs) exactly (laughs) and that's and that's what it was for me was like I've put my whole self into being this, into being a a Broadway performer. And I was like, but I don't know, like, wait, like, what comes after that? I don't know what comes after that. Just, like, I put, like, everything else aside. Like, my love life, my, uh, uh, like, kind of my family and kind of my friends. Like, I just, like, really bulldozed to the line. And I was like, but like, well, I, what, what's after all of that? Yeah. Just myself. Oh God, that's dismal. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. um, Yeah. But yeah. I just, it's so fascinating to hear you talk on that because I do, I just think that's so valuable for people to hear and and people to know that like. And it's hard to talk about because. I know, but I I think it's so important. Yeah. I think it's so important. Do you know what I mean? Because the thing that I don't want. And I don't even know if you can prepare. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you can. Do you know what I mean? I don't even know if you can prepare for that unless you're in it and it's yeah. happening. It's I, I remember so vividly in college we got a new teacher and he was like, honestly, Broadway is just like a regional theater, like regional theater section that in has... New York. It's regional theater in, in New York. York that just happens to have like millions upon millions of dollars thrown to it. And like that's really what it is. That's really what it is. It's really what it is. And that's not, that and it, doesn't devalue it. It doesn't devalue it at all. Um, 
It's commer- but it's commercial. Yeah. That's the other big piece that pe- people leave out is that like a lot of times regional theater, you're doing it for the community. You're doing it right. because someone, some director wants to try something new with some piece. Right. New York theater primarily is like commercial theater. Yeah. Like everyone's in here to make the moolah, honey, the moolah, which is totally fine. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, but yeah, it, it can be, if you don't, I feel like some of the people that are the most successful at it are the people who have created like amazing microcosm of like community around them and then enter into the Broadway community. Yeah. I feel like those are the people who are the most successful to me. And I kind of had that, but it was the system for me was broken because like when you're young, you don't really know how to create a community of people. No, no one teaches you no, that you're just not. like i'm gonna move to the city and i'm just gonna like do it yeah um and so that i mean i'm still working on it yeah I'm still working on it you're you have to build a foundation yeah you know and mm-hmm. and kind of speaking to what you were talking about before but like having something outside yeah. other than just performing is key i think like vital vital and why i a big part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you mm-hmm. was because you are someone that has done that. I mean, very recently, but, <laughs> but, but, but really has done that and, and has done it consistently. Yeah. Like you were doing style stuff before, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you have a, you had a blog. I was trying everything, girl. Like, and I was just trying to see like what stuck long enough so yeah, like I had like style by lady K like a blog and I was like, Ugh, I can't write. I hate my writing. We're going to ditch that. Great. And so then I was like, I'll make it like an Instagram, which I still have, but it's more like a, a diary of like my looks, not necessarily something that I'm actively doing. Okay. Um, so I had style by lady K and then, um, yeah. And then my friend Nathan was starting to do these like video projects and I was like, Ooh, this is really exciting. Mm -hmm. I want to start doing that. (laughs) This is what I mean by, like, I'm definitely one of those people that I guess, like, people would call it taking, but it's not taking. It's, like, really just being inspired about, like, the work that people are doing or, like, I want to try that. I'm with you in that. I just want to try. I'm with you in that. uh, And see if I can do it. And um, he really inspired me. He makes these, like, beautiful mashup videos that are just, he sounds beautiful. They look gorgeous. And I was like, I want to try that. Yeah. Um, and so I started collaborating with some of the people that I work with who are just insane at that. And so I did a couple of those and I was like, Hmm, I'm really liking this. I mean, it's not like, like some people are watching it, but like that doesn't really matter. But you were feeling something inside. Yeah, but I was feeling, yeah, feeling good about it. And then like kind of, I kind of two years ago, gosh, a year and a half ago. This was last fall, really. I, yeah, I kind of was in not a good place at all. And I was like, how, I was like, I don't feel like I am achieving enough. I don't feel like I'm reaching my best potential. Like, maybe I should go to grad school. So I started applying to like. Whoa. Yeah. I started like Which secretly. I, yeah, no, no, like, I, I, I hear fi- you. Like, like filling out applications and like for what? Just, in, I'm just curious. Like, what were you for thinking? acting? Acting. Yeah, okay. I was like, let me go to like, let me 
go away for a couple of years and like really, really hone my stuff okay. because I was like, I'm not feeling confident in this area. And like, maybe I just need to go back to school and just do it. Yeah. I've had, I've, that has crossed my <laughs> mind as well. I, I'm with you. Um, I, I want to pause right. and just say yes. that like, I think it's really powerful right. to hear you say that you felt like you weren't achieving enough. And right. yet, from an outside perspective, you're in a Broadway show. Right. And so what could be going wrong? What could be going wrong? You, were, you had know. the dream. It, was, it yeah. was made. It had happened. Right. But you, in being in it, doing eight shows a week, still felt like... Yeah. I was not good enough at all. Yeah. And so a year and a half ago, you a started applying to grad ago, school. A year and a half ago, so I started applying to grad school, and I was like, okay, well... And then I started, like, writing these admission essays and like they were about nothing i was like no one is going first of all (laughs) let's just start there like if i can't say why i want to enter any program like we need to really delve into like what's going on because like this is just an escape route you're trying to escape something proud of you for seeing (laughs) proud of you proud of you but I am because that yeah. is because because that's that's oh, it you is. could just brush over that and just like fully go into it and then you end up in a place where you're like whoa I really don't want to be here and that's not where you don't want I personally don't want to get to that place yes um and so I was like what what am I escaping like what am I doing and slowly this like album thing came back and I was like maybe this is what I need to focus my energy and my intention on and like really sing about it and really I really was just like escaping myself and like my my I wasn't loving myself enough I think I was like really everything that I had been doing up until that point was really for other people. And I remember so clearly in college, my first semester, my teacher asked me, who are you doing this for? I mean, obviously the answer should have been me, but I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think that I was like, I need to do something that's like really for myself. And like what, and I don't think I realized that until the end of it, Cool. which is wild. Um, but, but you yeah. never felt like you were doing it for anybody else. No. Like the album? Yeah. No. Like I was like, every part of this process was like so scary and like really exciting, but like it was for me. Like there was no one, I mean, obviously I'm collaborating with, Dominic and like all of these other people, but yeah. like they're collaborating for me to like make this the best project possible, yeah. which was so crazy. And was there a moment that you decided this is the thing I want to do? Like, I'm gonna like, do you remember the moment of being like, I'm gonna make an album? I mean, I remember five years ago thinking about it, okay. but like, yeah, I guess it was like in the fall. I mean, it was one of those things I was like, I think I'm going to do this. And then I emailed someone about it. Like, um, who I, who I was, I needed advice and I wanted help producing it. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, was sending that email scary. Yeah. 
incredibly scary. I was like, what? Like, you want to help me? (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Like, for some reason, like, I have this complex that, like, and maybe other people do, too, um, that, uh, like, no one wants to give their time to me. Girl, preach, (laughs) preach, 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 preach. And I'm someone who is, um, that's like, uh, time is a big pet peeve of mine. Like, I don't like my time wasted because like, if I'm with somebody, I'm going to give my like 100% to you. I'm going to give you everything that I have in that moment. Even if I'm like at a 20% level, I'm going to give you the hundred percent of that 20 that I can give you. Yeah. Um, because I owe it to you. You've asked me for my time and I'm going to give it to you. Um, but for some reason that like doesn't work the other way around <laughs> for other people. And you people. don't feel like you deserve like yeah, yeah I, and I'm, I don't I'm feel like you. that I deserve that time. Like I'm like I'm no one. Like true like truly like base level like I'm nobody. Like yeah. why would you want to give your time to me? So I'm always shocked. Um and so when he said that I was like oh my god, like cool. So like this is like actually happening. And then he was like Actually, like, I'm really tied up with it right now. Like, I can't do it, but I have this amazing dude that I want you to meet, and I think he'd be perfect. And I was like, great. That's totally fine. Um, and that's how I met Dominic. And, like, when I – it's so I wrote an Ensemblist article about this, like, when I first met him, and I was like, oh, my – it's, like, kind of – I hate being, like – it's, like, meeting, like, love at first sight, but it was, like, kind of, like, oh, my God, like, you are it. Like, you're going to help me and, like – teach me from a space of just pure love for your craft. And I, that's what I wanted. That's amazing. I like could like cry about it. I, I, me too. I'm like getting kind of cheery because, because it really is special when you, when you come into contact with somebody like that, that that sees you. Yeah. Really sees you for who you are and is willing to support you and give their time and energy. Yeah. And like totally, He's such, um, he's a genius, but he's also just so warm. He just like wants, he just makes a room light up and he has such amazing people around him. It's like, that's what I talk about, like expansion because his, like the community that he's created around himself, I was like, that's admirable. Like you've created a group of people who've not only done well because of you Mm -hmm. but have just created just beautiful things together and I was like man like like if I can create a whole life like that sounds good good. sounds Sounds good good to me no because that's it right like building that built like you are the result of the five people you spend the most time with right there's that whole thought right. process but really you know it's like we were talking about this before but like having that baseline and having that foundation of of the people that you surround yourself with right and your community like that is what's going to pull you through mm-hmm. you can't do shit alone you can't and i that was a hard lesson because i am i mean being an only child i'm so used to running this shit on my own making it happen making it happen like my parents knew nothing about theater they were like we're gonna help you in the best way we can but like we don't know anything so i was running the ship 
So you had, and right, you know, I yeah. was used to flying solo on everything, yep. and um, yeah, and this year has taught me like in everything, like to especially with my friendships, like I would keep so much to myself, and they're like, it's okay for you to let me have some of that. Man, oh man, I'm learning <laughs> this too right now. Yeah, that's real. You know, yeah. Um, and I've I've never had a group of people like tell me that like it's okay like I can handle parts of this because I'm always like you have too much you have too much on your plate and I'm not gonna burden you with like my petty shit or the stuff that I think is petty that's actually not but yeah uh and yeah that that's well that's that speaks this, volumes yeah. to you and I'll tell you why mm-hmm. because that's the type of people that you surround yourself with right. Yeah. And it, that's because of how you show up for other people. Right. Because you show up like that for other people. I know you do. I try to. I try to. And the other thing I'm learning is 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 when you can't show up for people, you have to tell them. And like the those who really get it, man, those are your ride or dies. And they don't blame you. They don't blame you at all. They understand. They're like, girl, I get it. I'll go to someone else. That's totally fine. Because there are days where I'm just like, I, 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 ju- I just can't take, I just, I can't take it. And being honest about that. And being that. honest about that. And like, know that it has nothing to do with you. It just, like, I can't be the best friend that I can be right now for you. Because like, I'm going through it on my own and I got to process this shit before I can help you. I got to show up for myself. I have to show up for myself. And like the people who get that, damn, those are the people you want to keep around. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And the people that don't, I'm like, I I don't got time. <laughs> it's not even that I don't have time. It's just like, you're going to learn it so soon. You're going to get it. And like when you do, like I'll be here I'll for be you. I'll be here. I'll be here for you. But like you got to learn that first. <laughs> um, what else has putting this album together I mean, this is a, and it's not, I mean, this is a process. There are so many moving parts and pieces. Yeah. Because really, I mean, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but like you basically were also producing the album in the sense of organizing all the pieces and parts to make it happen. Yeah. And funds. That, that too. Yeah. That too. Like being. The one controlling everybody getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's. You know, when I look at the bill, I'm like, (sighs) like a part of me is like, you've, you know, I'll be the first one to say that like my entire Latin experience like has gone to this album and like, that's okay. And like, I have to be okay with that Mm -hmm. because it was something for me and it's like my calling card now and something that I'm truly proud of. Um, But it was hard to look at those numbers and be like. Was it really worth it? <laughs> yeah, but you also wanted to do it right. Oh, hell yeah. I wasn't going to... Ex- if I'm giving this one chance... Ah, and you said this earlier today, I'm a person that does things... Full way, honey. Full no way. half-ass. No half-ass. Because I'm always about, like, if I look back 20, 30 years from now, I want to be like, damn, that girl did the best she did with what she had at the time. I don't want to look back and be like, ugh, I'm, like, really embarrassed by what I did. Like, you could have done better. Like, you had, 
you could have done it. You had the means to really do it the way that you wanted, and you decided not to do that. But you didn't. But I didn't. Um, and I'm proud of myself for that because I would have been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I well, would have been pissed, yeah, Teddy. Yeah, real pissed. Real pissed. Um, but. So you did it right. So, yeah, I did it as right as I could do it. Yeah. Why something real? Why something real? You know, I didn't know that the entire album was, like, about heartbreak and, like, really releasing the past until... Like, I found, like, of course there are parts of that when I was recording in the studio, but, like, after it was done and I was asked to put the uh, song list together, and I was putting it in order, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is about, like, really, 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 like, deep heartbreak, like, being broken by somebody and, like, having to find out how to build yourself back up and realize that um, you have to be happy with yourself and love yourself enough to serve others greatly and um, and to like truly fall in love with someone else like when you're okay with yourself and like loving yourself enough yeah had you is that something that you had got you had experienced yeah i mean i think on different levels i think like i was listening to it on the way here today and i was like wow this could also be like about you know not only like a, a relationship with someone else but like a relationship with yourself um and like breaking yourself down and um the journey of what that is, which is a, it's a courageous one when you're ready to take that on and really delve deeply. Um, and when you come out on the other side is a beautiful thing and it's hard. It takes, I mean, I'm still in it. Like, of course, like, I don't know if we're ever out of it. I mean, that's very true. Like when there's someone like, when there's someone like on the gram and they're like, Oh my God, I love myself so much. I'm like, you love yourself right now. (laughs) for the next 10 minutes. For the next 10 minutes. And then, like, I don't know, like, you could be side- sideswiped by anything, and it can shake your foundation, and then you got to start it all over. You got to build from the ground up. Mm-hmm. But that's why you got to have that foundation. <laughs> yes, baby. Yeah. Um, picking these songs, like, it, it, you know. Sort of random, but not. Okay. Like, Deja Vu, which is, like, the first track of the album, I remember vividly being in my dressing room and like everyone like getting changed ready to go out and I remember hearing like uh what is what did I hear baby seems like everywhere I go I see like I remember hearing that and I was like oh that would be fierce it's like like a big bandy moment which is not what I expected when I saw that. Like, when I saw the song, I was like, yeah. oh, I lo- oh, this is a fun, funky song. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was this, like, it totally threw me for a loop. Yeah. And I was like, I showed it to Dom, and he was like, okay, cool. And, like, he went to town, honey. And I was like, this is way better than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that was, like, one I, like, 
knew I always wanted to do that number, but I didn't know it was going to be on the album. And why does it hurt so bad? Like kind of came randomly, but not because my friend Eric had showed me a video of Whitney Houston singing that song and we would play it over and over and over. And I was like, damn, she's just like a master. And like the emotion that she's feeling, like not even really hearing the lyrics of the song. Um, and I was like, I think I, cause I knew I wanted to do a Whitney Houston song, but I was like, I don't want to do any of the ones that like people know. Cause yeah. it's just, it's all been done before. And yeah. I wanted to do something that most people don't know. So I was like, let's try this. And I was like, what if we did it if like Duncan Sheik like decided to like orchestrate? <laughs> oh, Whitney come on, Houston Broadway, too. come on, musical theater. <laughs> Always. It's Always. A, just it's a, a little it's sprinkle. in there. Just a little it's sprinkle of that. Um, yeah. And so there's like these sweeping cello and violin sections. I mean, the, that the, I, I just think the whole, as a whole, it is, it is, it's cohesive, but also like incredibly diverse. Thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know about the experience of hearing your own voice on recording mm-hmm. and just what that was like for you in terms of like, were you conf? Were you like, oh, I love the way I sound, or were you like, whoa, like this is different than I expected? Like, um, what I love about listening to it back is, um, well, I don't know if other people can tell this, but I can tell this that there are parts that are imperfect, and like that was really important to me. Really? Yeah. Um, because. I have, like, that perfectionism syndrome. Yeah. Uh, like, I love everything. Like, I want to sound perfect all the time. Yeah, of course. Um, and Especially if you're putting it out there. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that's just, like, branding, too. It's, like, I'm, like, I must sound perfect all the time. I must, like, look perfect. And it's, like, that's just unachievable. And there are points in the album I'm like wow I sound tired there but like the emotion is there and that's what matters most to me something real something real honey it's all real real. yeah it's all real yeah it's all real um like why is it hurt so bad I'm like wow you sound tired but like man I remember being in the studio and just like it was just pouring and like cry me a river oh god (laughs) forget about it yeah, man. Like, must blurs be- in my mind, but, like, I just remember just, like, ugh. It was just, like, I felt like I was releasing so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the album came out on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so now that it is released. Yeah. Where are you at? How are you feeling? I feel good. Friday was a... Uh, a crazy day it was like a long day like logistically for me um so like I was exhausted from just like the day mm-hmm. um but it was cool to hear hear people's feedback and like respond positively and the specific things that people were saying about it like really touched me. I always feel weird about responding to people because like I'm I like know. you can't feel like, the intention you. that yeah right. that I have in my voice right now. Like when I'm saying thank you so much, it's like 
like really like thank you so much for even taking 30 minutes out of your day to listen um, to something that I've worked so hard on. I, I know it. Um, and so, and for people to be like, wow, like I feel like you're really telling a story and like this is a journey is like touching. Because it is, yeah. Um, I'm going to push you. <laughs> I want to know how you're feeling. Me? Yeah, about having now that this is out in the world. Because it's nice another, to hear that other people I mean, reacted yeah. nicely, but I want to um, know how you're feeling about it. I'm feeling proud. Great. I'm feeling, um, again, it's another identity thing, right? Like you put your whole identity into something and now it's done and you're like, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's like I put everything, like literally, literally. everything into that. And it's like, well... What's next? And I, I don't, I don't want to ask you like right. what's next because I, because right. I also think there's, I think you really have a cool opportunity now to like sit in this and soak in this. Yeah. And I'm the same as you in that. I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? Yeah, I'm like, okay, like what can I do? Like, can I like play a festival? Like, right. Can I? This is a maybe a better right. question. Then. Okay. So, taking everything that's happened, the right. album, right, the show, mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. What are you moving forward with? What, how, you know what I mean? Like with what intention, what have you learned that now you feel like Mm. you're going to go into this next phase of your life, this next chapter, this next year, two years, whatever it is, what are you moving forward with? I was thinking about this this morning because I had like an idea that you might ask this question. (laughs) Um, like what I'm focused on right now is advocacy. Like how can I, which feels like so self-centered for some reason what that is the little opposite of self-centeredness i know i don't understand (laughs) i know but i feel like like i've talked about this a little bit but i like feel like as women like as a young woman it's hard for us to like advocate for ourselves in every situation um because you know everything is so male dominated that it's like it's hard for us to feel like we have something to say and what we have to say is meaningful and valid. And so I feel like I sometimes can get myself into situations where it's hard for me to do that like strongly, Mm -hmm. even though when I know I, what I have to say is really important and my view is important um, to do that and know that even if it's not received in the best way that, my worth is still there in what I said. Um, And so I feel like that's what this next year for me is like ultra collaboration, but also being in a space where when I advocate for myself, that it's heard in the right way Mm -hmm. Um, and it can be addressed and we can collaborate on how to, fix it or make it better. Um, and that could be in everything to like being like, Hey, like, I think that maybe, uh, in this piece, like, what if we said this or, um, in this piece of music, like, you know, I think it would be really cool if we just had like a sweeping, I don't know, chorus here. But feeling like you can speak up and right, say that. And say that in, in simple ways, but also like in, you know, ways that are like affecting like mass change too. So that, that's what, 
this year going forward is for me. Like that's what this album has taught me is like, you can be in a space and do that. And people will hear you and like help you address the issue in a way that's like, not like talking down. (laughs) Fuck. Yes. (laughs) Um, I am really proud of you because it takes a lot of courage to do something like this and put in the work and time and energy and money um, to do. And I really, I I just, I really want to, I see you and I hear you. And like, it really is amazing that you've like birthed this thing. Thanks. It's amazing. Like it really (laughs) is amazing. And I hope you can like feel the pride and like really feel that because it it, it is something to be admired. And I just, it's so much courage. So much courage needed and bravery because it's so easy to be like, well, I don't deserve to, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But to show up for yourself in that way and be like, no, this is what I want to do and this is what I need and I have something to say and I can say it. Yeah. I think that's really amazing and admirable. I also want to tell you how grateful I am that you showed up on a Sunday morning (laughs) to talk to me. I'm grateful for you. and, And you showed up. Uh, authentically, and you showed up truthfully, and you were vulnerable, and you didn't hold back because a lot of people don't want to talk about some of the things that we spoke about. That's real. That's so real. Because like, and are afraid to. Yeah, it's hard because you never want to. I mean, like we said, like I said, I just you never want to seem ungrateful because I am literally like so grateful for everything that has happened to me in the last. 10 years of my life. But I just want you to know how much I appreciate you being truthful. And Thanks. because, because that, thank you for providing the space. Like you create, always create a space that's like so open and just welcoming. And so it makes it easy to, Oh my God. And you're accepting what I'm giving you. Always. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so, you. um, thank you. I just, I really appreciate the, and you're always serving your community. Like that's like from the beginning, like from school, like I know that you did that, I know. but like how many people you've helped, like looking through those videos, you know what I mean? We'll never know. We'll never know. (laughs) We'll never know. But like, seriously, like I would have died. I'm waiting for the day to someone to be like, yo, I decided to go to this school because I saw that school video. They're probably too scared to reach out, but like they're thinking about it. Go reach out. Let me know. I, I love you. I love you. I love you so much. Have a great two-show day. Thanks.